0: since we recorded last so i've got i've got yeah.
1: one or two things i can bring up if uh, you don't have anything because yeah it's only been we recorded friday yeah i know and it's I been like three days since we uh since that episode so <clears throat> yeah good job on the uh on the stings and shit uh there
2: yeah fuck, you
0: fucking pro uh, well i had some time to fuck around so <laughs> it was a pretty easy episode to edit last week so i just kind of like fiddled because yeah, i wasn't there uh, well, yeah, actually, we we just
1: had like one point where things kind of got a little fucked and yeah, we just had to restart the recording and. But you it.
0: probably couldn't even tell where that cut happened either, like unless you mm-hmm. were on the on the episode. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, Christy, it was because you weren't there because you weren't moving your microphone every 13 seconds. Are you talking about right now? Yeah. <laughs> well, Paul, Paul was fucking actually, with his uh, cable though. Yeah, but I yelled at him and he stopped. <laughs> he did. Yeah.
2: Um. I've recorded the last 3 podcasts at the kitchen oop at the kitchen table so you can like chill out cuz the last 3 episodes haven't been completely my fault
0: Fuck. you weren't okay. on the last 3 episodes
1: i don't
2: think well the last 3 that <laughs> no. i've done with you
1: <laughs> yeah. the last the last one she was on no so is the the show's all over now
2: no i have two more weekends
1: oh okay i didn't i thought it I didn't realize it was. Uh, so is it what like Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows or something like that? Or Thir-
2: yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, okay. and then next week is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. It's a little. <sighs>
1: <laughs> well, you're all sold out, and you're you're getting rave reviews from the Hamilton Spectator. Did we? Well, I, I thought was it. Uh, well, Yancey's posted a uh, a good review, and I thought it was from the Spec.
2: I don't. I think it was from the Ontario Arts Review. Oh, maybe. My um, tech. they didn't mention me and I was really upset about
1: it. Yeah. Uh, who's, what, what is Yance doing on the show?
2: Um, she's concessions.
1: Okay. But she's like but part James, of HT, like yeah. the HTI exec or whatever, right?
2: Yeah. And James is, you know, her husband.
1: Yeah. I've n- I have don't think I've ever actually met her husband. Oh, he's great. I've heard good things. I've just never met the guy in person. Yeah.
2: He's a lot like Mark, <clears throat> but quieter. Like my Mark.
1: Mm-hmm. Well it looks a lot like your mark, too.
2: Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but they're both py- they're they're both pork chirps.
1: Birch
2: yeah, <grunts> Apparently
1: we're doing the podcast in girst
2: <laughs> voice tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> Goosebumps? No, that's Ermag <laughs> <lowest laughs> <laughs> <chef. laughs> <inaudible> <aluable> But no, what I was just doing was a Swedish chef. Come on, yes. get your shit together. <laughs>
1: But yeah. We can talk Same. in the news about uh, American God's giant swinging Arab penis. Oh, my God.
2: So good. So good. <laughs> I was very impressed with that. You know what? We should save that for the Ma- podcast. Yeah, maybe we should, we should actually for start. Podcast. Well, we've we been have. recording have been running for, for three minutes. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should get into this. Hello, <laughs> listeners. Welcome to another episode of Dance Robot Dance. We're at episode forty-four, and as you can hear, I, Christy, have returned from the depths of Sister Act and the cloister. <laughs> the prodigal um,
1: Christy has hath returneth.
2: <laughs> that's Godspell and Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs>
3: um,
2: but yes, yeah, so it's good to be back. I missed you guys last week. I was bummed that I couldn't be there, but I was uh I was in a habit. You might even say it was Habit forming. Jesus. (laughs)
1: Jesus. Ah. You can go now.
3: Fine. You guys are having none of it.
2: Ah.
0: Hold on. Let me see if Paul's up.
2: Yeah. Screw you guys. Anyway, um, I'll be hosting this week and the guys were nice enough to wait and hold off on talking about Guardians of the Galaxy because I wanted to be a part of that conversation because personally, I was a little disappointed and I wanted to talk about it. But we will wait to talk about the meat of our episode when we get to there. For now, we're going to introduce ourselves. We've got our regular crew here. We've got myself, Christy, hosting. We've got Tim. hey Out in Atlanta. And we have Mark.
0: How's it going, guys?
2: Hanging out somewhere in Milton. Now you know where we all live. You can stalk us. Yeah. Now you all have underwear what, fairies.
1: One of the but, uh, one of the few like YouTube people that I follow has a like really good outro. That's like uh, follow me on Snapchat, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook. Don't follow me in real life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's
1: the uh, um uh fuck overly attached girlfriend.
2: Oh. oh yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. I watch her videos. She's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, she. I, uh, I like her. Yeah, I like her too.
2: Um but yeah, so you've got your semi regular crew back. I say semi regular because Paul has been uh been on more shows
1: than maybe Christine and I have lately. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh we're five minutes in and we've just done a lot of rambling, so hopefully we can actually give you some good content.
1: (laughs) But um, if by we rambling's the best part, I think.
2: Yeah, rambling. (laughs) What if by we you mean what? By what you mean what, Mark? You, Christy.
0: (laughs) Christy, you.
2: Why you gotta be so rude? Mark has been... Is this because of our
0: conversation earlier today? Yes, and that's what I was
2: going to lead to, but we can't say too much about it. But Mark's been helping me um, with some design tutorial stuff to try and make me a better designer. And he said today that I need a Therapist.
0: Which is, to be fair, something that you have told me in the past as well. So Yeah,
2: but I mean, I've said it like, that's oh, probably a therapist.
0: And you could tell my inflection based on a text? <laughs> There's always a
1: little no. bit of truth to, to every joke, Christy. <laughs> Those are the worst. There's, There's nothing, the nothing worst. wrong about having having a therapist.
2: Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> But, uh, no, there's nothing wrong with having a therapist. In fact, I think everyone should have a therapist. Especially when think... you have
1: an underwear fairy in your past.
2: Yay! <laughs> oh, my God. What is my life? <laughs> but... Um... Yeah, no, so um, we uh, we just wanted to chat about Guardians of the Galaxy and our thoughts on it, but we're also going to jump right into the news. Uh, now, it's only been about four days since the guys have recorded, so if you're listening to this, there isn't a ton of new stuff happening. I've got a couple of things here, but Tim said he's got uh, two, one or two things that he wants to, um, sure. wants to talk about, so while he talks, I'm just going to make sure that I'm all up to date on my news as well, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll go from there.
1: The the first one um was what got me the most hype in the past couple of days, which is uh that um Jeff Johns and uh Gary Frank are going to be doing a uh follow up to DC's rebirth uh that's it's going to be a mini series called Doomsday Clock and it's going to be more and we've I've talked about it on this on the podcast before, but it's going to be more of DC like integrating the watchmen into the dc universe proper so the logo is the uh doomsday clock from watchmen with uh the superman logo as the 12 o'clock on it yep. so i guess superman's gonna feature really heavily in it as well and i mean gary frank was the artist that did all-star superman which is one of the best modern superman stories and uh nice. jeff johns is just a fucking like powerhouse uh writer so i'm really looking forward to that
2: that's awesome yeah. for you
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> I am hype. Yes, Christy won't give a shit about that. Let's see. I is will there... give
2: a shit if you give a shit um, <laughs> when you talk about it. I probably won't do much research.
1: Uh, there was. Oh, here's a fun one. Um, apparently, there's uh, hackers are holding the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie hostage and are threatening to like release it yeah, like I've five my... five minutes at a time unless Disney gives them a million bitcoins or something.
2: I saw that. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> like, w- hackers everywhere are going to be like, oh my God, this is so smart. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this for everybody.
1: Well, the thing is like, it's such a big budget movie though, that I feel like if they do <laughs> release it, like people are just going to be like, well, this looks, if if it's good, people are just going to be like, well, this looks good. I want to see this in a theater now. Yeah. <laughs> um, plus like, they, I think they recently released or they, the, uh, sort of anonymous, they, uh, released like 10 episodes or leaked 10 episodes of the next season of orange is the new black and people oh, will yeah, still binge happened. the fuck out of that. So I don't really think this is much of a threat.
2: No, but um, it happened. but it is, it is kind of funny though. Cause like of all the things, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, but, uh. I just love that, like, the people are commenting on the news article I'm looking at anyway. They're like, should Disney ask for a parlay? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but Disney has enough money that they could just be like, okay, if we do this and we sweep it under the rug, maybe no one will know. Yeah. But they won't, because they're prideful. <laughs> but as a conglomerate. Yeah. Have those um,
0: movies been consistently doing that well, at, like, still? The, in terms the of box is, office, yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: they kill at the box office, don't have great reviews for the last two. Um, but, but they're
1: they're generally just, they're generally fun. fun sits. You know, they, they even if they're uneven, there's still some really fun stuff in them kind of thing. And I think one of the things is internationally they do really well. So even if they don't do well in the U.S. markets, like... You know, pirates kind of play everywhere, right? So it's mm-hmm. one of those things like the Marvel movies where they can make a huge make a killing on them in like Chinese and Japanese markets and you know that sort of thing yeah. too.
0: So yeah, I don't think I've seen a Pirates movie since the second one. So I think I've seen all of them, but I'm not totally sure. At the very least, they always have
1: like interesting villains. Like they always get cast good people as the villains. They do. Like yeah, they had Ian McShane as Blackbeard yeah. and Jeffrey Rush as Barbosa. So- and uh, Steve Nye as uh, or Bill Nye as uh uh I said D- Bill as
2: Nighy, and I was like the <laughs> science
1: guy no, Bill Bill Nye from uh uh from Love Actually, Love Actually as uh Davy Jones so they usually yeah. get good uh
2: he was yeah. a fantastic Davy Jones yeah who's yeah. this
0: who's this one it's uh it's Javier, Javier Bardem right Javier Bardem yeah, yeah but I can't remember he's who it is so that cool. he's playing but it, it but the Gosh. visuals again
1: look cool it's just a matter of how great you know the actual story is and stuff
2: which yeah that's the thing about pirates is it's always like a really cool visual they always take like kind of an interesting take on what um a a new like um the genre of pirate Mm -hmm. like it's always pirates but they always have that like really otherworldly element to them that makes it cool yeah um i i don't know i i think that the pirates of the caribbean movie franchise should like hang up its hat I thought it should have hung up its hat two years ago, or two two, uh, movies ago, but, um, like, this one's kind of interesting that they're bringing back Will, and, like, that they're tying that in, but I don't know. It's it's like how they're saying they're going to make a Toy Story 4. I'm like, just, I know it'll kill at the box office, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, But. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where, I mean, it's like the fucking Fast and Furious movies, right? As long as they're Mm -hmm. still making money, they're still going to keep making the movies. And as long as uh, they can keep getting um, Johnny Depp to keep coming back, because he's like, you know, basically that entire franchise.
2: It's true. Um, I had another little bit of news, though. It's not like anything particularly crazy, but Ubisoft uh, confirmed some new games today. Um, they're going to be doing a new Assassin's Creed, uh, a new Far Cry, a new The Crew, and um, there's possibility of already of extending the next South, like for a third South Park game.
0: They haven't mm. even put the fractured butthole out yet. I'm still <laughs> waiting for that one. The
2: fractured butthole.
0: <laughs> Why is it? Well, they emphasize the- like that.
2: Yeah. I don't know, Mark. Because right. of the
0: way it's the way it's written is the, the fractured, fractured butthole. Butt okay, but it's so that you say the fractured sure. butthole yeah, but. okay. yeah
2: it's okay it's okay it's all right um but yes, yeah, so christy
1: yeah we we know that christy doesn't like talking about butt stuff on the podcast <laughs>
2: <butt stuff>. um <laughs> i just i got too much going on with my butt to talk about butt stuff right now there's too much going on wait got too many things what? To deal
1: with. this this is I've, not I've something you should many not many have said that. With.
2: no like i've I have to. Uh, I have some doctor stuff I got to deal with with my butt. I don't need anyone going near my butt right now. I don't need any other doctors going near my butt. I've had enough. I've had enough butt stuff.
1: Is this really something you want to keep talking about on the podcast? This is going on the
0: internet, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Most people that I are close to me know about my, you know, my butt problems. But anyway, we
0: and We do a podcast yeah. with you every week. Eh, I guess I now we usually, do.
2: I don't usually bring it up all the time. I'm not just like, hey guys, I got some butt stuff and it bothers me, like. <laughs> My butt looks fine. It just doesn't always act fine.
1: Fair enough. I'm not going to anyway, ask any more questions No, about you that. don't need
2: to because it's better if your imagination runs <gasps> with it. But anyway, so Ubisoft confirmed the new installments of um, Assassin's Creed. And the new Assassin's Creed, they re- even released the first 15 minutes of it. It's called Far Cry. Or not Assassin's Creed, of uh, Far Cry. <laughs>
3: the new
1: Assassin's they- Creed is Assassin's called Far Cry. Far Cry?
2: <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be hilarious. A crossover of those would be weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, they released uh, 15 minutes of the new Far Cry. Um, it's called Far Cry uh, Primal. So you're a uh, caveman and you're like doing things That's like- out already. Oh, is it? Far well, Cry- an article that- from
0: Far Cry Primal came out like last Christmas.
2: Well, what am I looking at? No, this is from Oh, maybe they're just This is just a throwback. Mm- <laughs> no, but this was from. Yeah, today. Yeah, because Assassin's
0: Creed is on a hiatus as far as as far as I know.
2: No, no, this is was- this is today. Cuz
0: they skipped today. this year. But Far yeah. Cry Primal, I like I have it. Like it's been out for months.
2: Okay, maybe they're just um, showing something then, but they did release the first 15 minutes of Fractured Butthole as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard it's hilarious.
2: But, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. After taking a year off to give the awful Michael Fassbender movie time to shine, <laughs> this year's Assassin's Creed will almost surely be an even more free-form open-world adventure set in ancient Egypt. Oh,
0: interesting.
2: Mm. Um. And uh, the Far Cry rumors sound slightly more interesting. Previously, the series was known for its exotic and dangerous locales like Southeast Asia and Tropical Islands. Vacation's gone wrong. However, Far Cry 5 might hit closer to home. We've heard the game has players battling against militia gut, uh, gun nut duck dynasty types in Montana.
0: That sounds awesome. Have you played? <laughs> have you played? Have you played, probably not a shooter nuts. girl, eh? Like, have you played Far Cry? Of I have. Any Far Crys? Yeah.
2: Um, I played, not Primal, the one before that.
0: No, right. Chrissy Chris, doesn't play games like, you know, the
1: Arkham games or first-person
2: shooters. Ah, oh, I do! <laughs> oh, crap, haven't been running my backup.
0: <laughs> for fuck's sake! <laughs> well, let's go with the... Uh...
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I deleted it, and then I didn't start running it again. <laughs> 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 that's going to be fun for you to level out. I just saw it online. It's like spikes of blue. Uh, da, 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 da,
0: da. I miss Paul. But,
2: you know what? Then have Paul back on because I can just go do theater stuff. Screw you guys. I got I don't even have enough time to do with my butt stuff. So you know, maybe we should just like You missed these we jokes. Need, maybe That's, maybe we you know, need a maybe a new, we should have someone else on think the we podcast. We need a
1: new segment on the podcast called Christy's butt stuff. Christie's fat can stuff. Yeah, it got <laughs>
2: worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a partner uh, partner segment to embarrassing stories with Christy.
2: Uh, they
1: can actually, have crossovers occasionally.
2: Um just as a side note, um I'm thinking about starting another podcast called Embarrassing Stories with Christy.
1: You told us about this. Yeah, you talked to I you know, about this already. And
2: I, I, I still really want to do it, but I just don't feel right without your without you guys saying that it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told you that's part of our podcast.
2: It's not always (laughs)
0: prone. It's mostly part of our podcast. Sometimes
2: it's not part of the podcast.
0: Yeah, when you're not on.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: When you are on, it's definitely part of our podcast.
2: That's true. What if I'm not on the podcast anymore? Because you guys miss Paul. Well. Well, what
0: we would miss you too. So no,
2: you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't.
0: The the episodes are funnier when
1: you're around. That's good.
2: Glad you hear you say that. <laughs> I need my ego polished yeah. apparently because of my butt stuff.
0: Anyway. But you keep you bringing keep... up, bringing it
2: up. Guys, what am I going to do? Callbacks. Not talk about
1: it? Oh my god. Wow.
2: <laughs> listen, okay? It's fine. Now all the guys that listen to me are like, "Oh Jesus." <laughs> it's like 60% of our viewers or our listeners um oh, yeah. couldn't handle Christy's butt stuff. <laughs> you already know what it is. <laughs> anyway, so why don't we get right into Geek of the Week, uh, where we can talk about things that aren't butt stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do, you want do to we to have do- a sting? You, you, here, it's your, you, you can do
0: start the sting. since you've Oh, because
2: I, I just thought, since you've been gone, I thought, um, <laughs> because Mark added music to the last one, we should just like...
0: I didn't add music. I just added effects to their voices. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Did I not get that far? Oh, but you said you listened to the podcast. I did, but I was listening at work, so maybe I missed it. Oh
0: no, I did. Geek of the week and of the episode. There I did both little, of them. Yeah, oh, there was cool. fancy uh, reverb and shit. I echoes. put some business on both of them. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I'd better give you something good to play with then. You, and you should just sound like butt stuff over and over again. Butt
3: stuff. I might. <laughs> but, um,
2: <laughs> please don't. That would like bum. That's out. gonna be the I tag of out. the. That's gonna I'll be the tag of the episode. Ah, it would bum me out. <laughs> Chrissy's tickling
1: herself left and right this week What are you on?
2: Like Um, lechaim <laughs>
1: Diuretics?
2: No <laughs> For the butt no. stuff? No I wish <laughs> Anyway, then someone could tell me what the real problem is Anyway, it's not like it's been a year and a half of Trying to figure out what's going on with my butt stuff No It's not like that's a thing Anyway. Oh, Jesus.
0: This has been the Uh, most random episode we've ever done. And that's including (laughs) the pilot, like the first episode.
2: Bad stuff. Anyway, uh, okay. And the the Batman. I'm
1: sorry. Go ahead. Guys,
2: you interrupted me. (laughs) Interrupted me when I was doing my sting.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to let her keep going. I did it. All right. I'm proud.
2: (laughs)
0: You should call on somebody.
2: Oh yeah, you guys want to do Geek of (laughs) the Week? Want to talk about shit? Uh, Mark, why don't you shoddy hosting? Mark, why don't you uh, tell us about your Geek of the Week?
0: I think I'm having a stroke actually right now.
2: Geek of the
0: Week. (laughs) Um, Like I don't even know. It's been four days. What have I done in the last four days that was geeky? I was like really like I've continued my Daredevil rewatch. I did. I went back to the first episode to confirm that there was opening credits. Uh, we were wrong. There's opening credits. It's like 10 minutes into the episode, though. Oh, is there? Jeez. Yeah, there's yeah. opening
2: credits on every yeah. episode.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I totally it's missed like, that then. It's like the intro scene with his dad, like him losing his yeah. sight, and then like he talks to the priest, and then like the fucking fight on the docks happened, and then the opening credits. Oh, okay. Play. You guys didn't yeah. remember that? I guess not. No, I guess not. Hmm. But yeah, so I've been watching Daredevil. I'm getting ready to get into season two. I'm very excited. <laughs> I look forward to doing more episodes about talking about Daredevil. Yeah, wanking it off a lot,
1: but maybe yeah. not as much as the first episode. Or, uh, probably last, not last as much. Not as
0: much jerking off of it. As <clears throat> there was a did. lot of jerking off of it. We last did, week. we did. <laughs> you would have enjoyed it. You didn't get to squee with Paul about uh, Charlie Cox.
2: I'll yeah. have to go back and just make sure I listen to the rest of it. I, I probably must have just zoned out and then like left it on.
1: You didn't get to uh, have your loins froth along with Paul.
2: I wonder why it was that tight. I I thought I listened to the whole. I must not. I must have missed everything. <laughs> I must have literally not listened to it.
0: She was all psyched too this week. She's like, I listened to the podcast. It was really good. And I was like, Oh, thanks. We had we had fun recording it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then like, Hey, other Mark is back. Hey. Other Mark is back. Other
2: Mark is making me dinner. <laughs> yeah, there's no mail. I checked.
1: Bring me my dinner, manservant. <laughs>
2: just kidding. You're not whipped. <laughs> so we oh,
1: said God. hi. I don't, I don't think you're getting dinner anymore.
2: Um they say hi. They say hi.
0: So no no hi.
2: <laughs> oh, hi I guess. Um Hi guys. Hi guys. Um Mr. Hakey.
1: All right, my turn. Yeah, yeah, it's your turn. So. <laughs> uh so I actually finally sat down and uh listened to the uh, zero one and one zero the in rainbows and okay computer sort of conspiracy dual album thing and uh so my that's kind of my geek of the week and was you know music nerding on that but i gotta say i'm not super convinced by it it's uh i'll say i will say that the albums are paced pretty similarly um but besides that like and and there some there are similar themes through them but no more so than there are between any two Radiohead albums, because Radiohead has some common themes that they continually go back to kind of thing. And there were a couple of the segs that were, you know, the transitions that were a little convincing, but for the most mm. part, I was just like, man, that, that doesn't sound particularly intentional or whatever. So I, I'm i going to say that that's just an internet uh, internet hoax. Because cause even now, like, the original website... Where the where it sort of originated, like all the articles that talk about it, link back to this website that's gone now. So you can't even go back and look to look at like the original article and like where uh, the dude says like Yeah, I talked to somebody close to Tom York, and he can you know sort of confirmed this indirectly. You can't even find the indirect confirmation like from its direct source anymore. So.
3: <laughs> 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 Boo.
1: So yeah, I don't I mean it's still it was still an interesting listen, but I don't think that it was intentional. But then Mar- even, Mark Mark is this? our local conspiracy theorist. It's one of the things we talked about on our Easter egg episode where Oh yes. Yeah. Right. It's like this binary theory where mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah. So uh where if you listen to the alternating tracks of okay computer and in rainbows, then they sort of and like sync them or Crossfade, crossfade them 10 seconds each, then uh, it com- becomes this, like, masterful, like, overarching mega-album kind of thing, and I'm- I don't see it.
2: Yes, I do remember you talking about this now. Yeah,
1: It may also be that, like, I just have a much closer connection to OK Computer than I do to- in Rainbows, uh, so that might be coloring it a little bit for me, but I'm still going to go back and uh, watch- or listen to the Golden Spiral at some point, because in that, like, both of those albums are relatively fresh to me overall, so... I think that one will be a little bit more. Oh, the Holy Gift, like the Lateralis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah the yeah. Holy Gift. That's it. Yeah.
2: Well, so. that sounds like it was a uh, a good, like uh, at least you. I love it when you find stuff like that out. You're just like, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, okay, like I guess that's what it was.
1: I've also watched. I've watched like the um, Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz thing, and that one. There's more stuff in that. I I still think that that's probably bullshit. But there's more stuff in that that seems to line up <laughs> than uh, than in the OK computer and rainbows thing. Mm. So
2: yeah, I would love to do that one night. Actually, I think that'd be really fun.
1: Which the
2: the the um dark side of the moon Alice in Wonderland thing.
1: No,
0: Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Oh, Wizard of Oz. Sorry. Yeah.
2: What's the Alice in Wonderland?
0: I don't know. There's you guys haven't heard about the Alice, Alice in Wonderland,
2: Wonderland one. Oh yeah! I think
0: Chrissy's making it up.
2: No, I think it's dark. Okay, wait, wait. Dark side of the moon. I'm just gonna look it up really quick. Dark. I'm moving my mic. Side of the moon. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in the, Wonderland. The movie. Yeah, like the Disney film. All
3: right.
1: <laughs> um. Know.
2: Let's see. Uh, what is the connection between Pink Floyd and Alice in Wonderland? Um. Let me see here. Yeah, because I remember it being talked about. Um, anyway, um, something about Alice Wonderland and Pink Floyd.
1: Huh, I'd never heard that one before.
2: Yeah. But. Um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I'm trying to think of what my geekiest thing was this week.
1: Well, you can uh, go back a couple of weeks and see and on a bit.
2: That's true. Um, besides, still playing Pokemon Go and like trying to hide it from passerby, so I'd, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like shielding myself. I'm like, you don't need to know.
1: I hit level 33 a couple weeks ago.
2: Um, Well, this isn't geeky so much as it's like, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you look at someone and go, oh, really? Um, Today, <laughs> when I got my G, I, uh, the woman got out of the car and I literally watched her walk back into the building before I went, <laughs> <Like> freaked out <laughs> and like danced in my car. I was like, But um, I think it was really funny because, like, it could have gone a number of ways, but she and I bonded immediately because when she got in my car, um, I had forgotten to, before I turned the car off, pause my um, iPod. And so she just got, like, Harry Potter blared at her because I was listening to um, the uh, final book. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, no, no, no. That's a really good part. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Something to talk about. Yeah, but yeah. So I think that was probably that and my shielding of my Pokemon because I just don't want people to know. Oh, also I've logged more than a hundred and fifteen hours of Dragon Age. I'm still not done. My first playthrough. All I want I want to try Mass Effect. I want to get into it, but I'm still playing Dragon Age and I'm still um, depressed about the news that they've uh, downsized half of. Bio- Bioware. Uh, half a Bioware Montreal. <laughs> yeah, did they uh, in the
1: didn't... in the wake of uh, of Andromeda?
0: Yeah, didn't Mass Effect get shelved too? Yes.
1: Yeah, they said they're taking a break from.
2: Uh... I don't know if it'll come back or if it'll take another. It's probably going to take another six years, is my guess. Five or six years, because they still want to have an include like an audience that knows the game, but they also want them to forget. <laughs> But they've forgotten that we never forget. Does that make sense?
3: Are nah.
1: Mass Effect fans elephants? Yes. Yeah.
2: A it's... lot of the time because we don't do anything else.
1: <laughs> so you don't. you don't leave the house ever. And exactly. You forget to shower for weeks.
2: Yep. Fall in love with the characters. You know.
1: <laughs> like elephants. Like elephants. Yeah. Ele- elephants are well known for falling in love easily.
2: Also, elephants are really well known for loving Mass Effect. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. But they are.
1: We're That's way natural. off in the fucking weeds here, folks.
2: Yeah. So uh maybe we should get to the meat of the episode. Because I feel like we're all we all are gonna be able to say some some stuff about Guardians of the Galaxy. And I feel like we'll we'll have lots of uh we want lots of time to to talk it out. Yeah. Now talk it out, now tuck it out, talk it out. Now talk it out. <laughs> Um. So, first of all, have you guys both seen? Are we Are we not, are we not doing our sting? Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm Galactic meat. Thick, meat. Thick, meat. Thick, meaty alien meat.
1: meat. <laughs> oh, we're giving you all sorts of shit to play with, there, Mark. Right? <laughs> I think Christy just sne- <laughs> just sneezed on her microphone.
2: Pew 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 pew! <laughs> wow, Peter Quill, I am your father. <laughs> no, no, that's impossible.
1: You need to anyway, sleep.
2: I do. So, why don't we talk? about why we? Let's just start with first impressions. What did you guys think about from the trailers? What were you expecting?
0: Exactly what I got.
2: Exactly more what I or got. Less. Um, what about you, Tim?
1: Um I more or less what i yeah i i thought I think I got about what I was expecting from it as well uh acor- according to the trailers like it it went into some extremes that the first movie didn't that I didn't think that it needed to mm-hmm. uh but uh which I'm sure we'll get into later on, but um, I mean the trailer, I was just like, yeah, this looks like it's gonna be fun, you know it's built for a really wide audience clearly and they're trying to you know just appeal to the widest audience possible with this one unlike you know daredevil like we talked to about last week which is appealing to a much narrower audience or Mm -hmm. even even some of the more sort of maybe like the thor movies don't really appeal to kids as much as like guardians of the galaxy do that kind of thing so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: all right well my first impression i mean what i was expecting was something much um much deeper,
1: yeah. I,
2: I was really, and we'll get to this, but I was I was pretty disappointed in how um, surface the whole movie was. Like
1: there there wasn't much in terms of depth to it. No, they, at all. They
2: tried to explore too many stories. Um, I'll agree with that's, that. That's my opinion, but we can talk about that in a bit. So, when you, what was your first like first impression when you sat down and like you just finished the movie? What uh, what were your thoughts when you were getting ready to leave the theater? Like, your immediate thoughts.
0: That I can't leave because I know there's, like, six things <laughs> at the end of it? Yeah. Because like I, I was about to piss
1: myself movie. after drinking a gallon of Coke Zero, but I really <laughs> needed to see the, like, Pre- eight fucking, uh, the eight fucking, like, post-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes or whatever. Yeah.
2: I know. I was stressed about that, too, because I was like, I have to pee. I'm going to pee my pants.
1: <laughs> yeah. I That's... I always do that to myself during movies, and I know I shouldn't, but, like, I always get the fucking, like, biggest soda I can, because usually I, like, get it for free with, like, my rewards points or whatever, and yeah. so I'm like, oh, I might as well just get the biggest one, and then I always, that, that could be taken way out of context, there's definitely a phrasing, phrasing joke in there.
2: <laughs> You've made a huge mistake.
0: They yeah, haven't done phrasing me. this year, we should bring it back.
2: We've yeah, done we some should. phrasing.
0: We should have a conversation. About Archer phrasing hasn't. Back. No, Archer hasn't. Oh, Archer yeah. hasn't. I haven't watched <laughs> any of
2: the new Archer yet.
0: Oh, it's been good. It's, it's different. Yeah. yeah. Diff- I've been enjoying it, good. though.
1: Yeah. It's I'm a, looking forward a, to having us sit down. It's a fresh take, for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so besides the six, though, like, when you were walking out of the theater, besides, like, you know, I, I think anyone walking out, like, I was sitting next to a guy who was like, oh, my God, that was so good. Holy shit, that was so good. Oh my god. And I was kind of like, kinda like but I hadn't digested it yet, so I was like yeah. almost agreed with him, but not quite.
1: I was yeah, my like when I came out I was like that was good. You know, it's not going to become my favorite Marvel movie by any stretch, no. but it was overall enjoyable. Um but I knew that there were a couple things that uh that didn't play well with me. Mhm.
2: What about
0: you Mark?: I like I enjoyed the movie like going into it, but I wasn't like I didn't like fucking mess myself over the first one the way a lot of people did, either. like mm-hmm. like I enjoyed the first one, and it was a nice surpri- it was a pleasant surprise, but like the way people yeah. went berserk for it, I was like, yeah, okay, but it's just a Marvel movie set in space. And, like they literally had no restrictions going into that movie, right? Like it's completely carte blanche, mm-hmm. so they can do whatever they nobody want. Nobody gives like, a shit about those characters. yeah, nobody gives so- a shit. So, the fact that they're allowed to just kind of do whatever they want and, like, pick and choose the characters they want and treat them the way... Like, they completely rewrote most of the characters that existed beforehand Mm -hmm. to kind of fit the way the movie is. And now they've been retconned in the comics to fit that mold. But... So, like, they had literally no restrictions in terms of, like, doing anything like that. So, the movie... The first movie was kind of an easy sell. It's, like, it's, it's a Marvel movie. It's a lot of fun. And you're going to laugh your ass off. So go have fun in space with these characters you don't know, but you're going to learn to love. Because we're going to make them as lovable as possible.
2: And they were. They were very lovable.
0: Yeah.
1: Almost to a fault in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or they tried to make them all lovable, and some of them just aren't lovable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. That's something we can definitely talk
0: about. (laughs) But, like, the second one, like, I I totally enjoyed it. But it's not, like, it's not taking, like... I don't know, Winter Soldier or something like that down as my favorite Marvel movie, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, They're obviously completely different kinds of movies, like Winter is like a spy thriller versus like this being like, I don't even know what you would call it. It's almost like a mix of Star Wars and Spaceballs, like it's goofy yeah, goofy, and then serious it. at the same time kind of thing, but mm.
2: But I think that's what the thing was I think it just tried to be too much
0: yeah.
2: I was really frustrated watching it because I think that um, uh, Chris um, Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt was given kind of a shit role this round. Star Lord did not have a lot going on.
0: Yeah, that's true. I feel like as they started to well, the first movie focused on him pretty exclusively. So I think this time they wanted to kind of spread the love around a little bit, and that kind of worked to his well. It didn't work to his benefit, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he kind of got the short end of the stick of it. So it felt like. His plot was happening, and it was just yeah, the kind of happening there. Yeah, thing. it was almost like the yeah. background. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's weird that, like, especially now, because Chris Pratt, the last like couple years, has become, like, America's sweetheart. Like, everybody loves Chris Pratt. Oh,
2: yeah, he's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: That they, they didn't do more to kind of emphasize him. I guess him just being there kind of works for them. But, like, I didn't find he had any, like, I don't remember any of his bits. Like, I don't remember any lines of his or anything like that the way oh. I would remember, like... Drax killed me this time, like oh, he did it the he first was time. The
2: best part of the film,
0: yeah, him and Mantis like were the best part of the movie for me this time. And I was like, oh, but I don't remember anything about Star Lord's plot except for loving the fact that Kurt Russell was there. But like, not really sure why I cared that Kurt Russell was there. So yeah, I've seen a lot of complaints
1: that uh, Mantis was really just underused as a character and like really could have been a lot more than what she was, sort of thing. Like she was yeah. sort of played off just like a. Ditsy plot device when she could have been a lot sort of deeper of a character, but yeah, which I somewhat agree with.
2: I see. I was kind of, I was hoping for more from Mantis because she was just talking about it. she was like, "He needs to sleep," and I was like, "Why? Why does he need to sleep?"
0: Explain <laughs> yeah, this to
2: us. What? Why did he bring you here? Like, well, no, seriously, do, don't talk about anymore with Drax. Don't talk about your cutesy wootsy ugly comments with him. No, no, no. Let's focus on your backstory. Why are you here?
1: Yeah, It there is. Yeah, There was some stuff like with her in particular where they were like really fucking leading you by the nose. And I understand that, you know, this is written like with, you know, like young kids in mind, like eight or nine year old kids in mind that sort of need to have that sort of level of foreshadowing in order to, you know, not just be confused when the reveal happens kind of thing. But for people our age that are a little bit more, you know, looking for maybe a little more mature storytelling, it didn't work.
0: That's why we have the Netflix shows, guys, yes. I think. Like, I we think at this point, this there's time. definitely kind of, like, a divide where, when we did talk about it last week, kind yeah. of, not at, like, not at great length, but we did mm-hmm. talk about it. But, like, the movies are for everybody, you know what I mean? Like, they eventually have to kind of yeah. get to the point where, like, I mean, not every one of them, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because, like, I could say, again, Winter Soldier was not probably something you're going to sit your 10-year-old in front of that's go- and he's going <laughs> to enjoy it because it is kind of, like... It's yeah. an adult film. Well, it's it's got a more serpentine plot too, right? Like Yeah. Not to make another archer reference. There's a little more it, to it. it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Serpentine Babu, Serpentine! <laughs> um, but yeah, there's more to it in that in that in that case, but that was also like Now who's moving all the fuck around their mic? That's me. Sorry. Oh, my... oh, <laughs> oh
2: snap! Thank you too. <laughs> oh <laughs> What are they what's that, G.I. Joe? Oh,
1: <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, but well, the, see the thing is though is there are ways to do movies where you can make it appeal to a wider audience without dumbing it down, sort of thing, yeah, like, I agree, like like and Disney knows how to do that. the Pixar yes. movies are an amazing example, right, like some of them some of them are clearly like like maybe cars and shit like that aren't really built for a wider audience unless you're a fucking redneck um, but like I
2: liked cars. <laughs>
1: You Who might you be know. a redneck.
2: I might be a redneck.
1: <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've like, ever seen any of the cars. I love movies.
2: barbecue enough to be a red. Knit.
1: <laughs> but like Wally and uh, like uh, Toy, Toy Story, Story and now, stuff yeah. like that, like work on you know, a, or like uh, Up, work on a lot of different levels where you know an adult can go in and there's definitely like you know the jokes and stuff. They get stuff, and you know, it's it's not just for kids, kind of thing. Well The Incredibles too. Can't forget yeah. the Incredibles. Yeah, exactly. So
2: The Incredibles is a great movie. Yeah. Um, they're making a second one, and I'm super pumped. Yeah. But um no, and I, I agree with you, but that's kind of why, like, I don't think that they found the balance for that in this movie. No. I yeah. think that they were trying to appeal to, to too many different um like different genres and too many different age demographics, and it's like, no, know your audience. You're looking at like, um, I mean, just make it, it something that's accessible to the people that really want to be there.
1: It feels like some, like, kind of like some studio executive, like, figured out, oh, hey, this is worth a shitload of money after the first movie yeah. did so well, and then stuck his dick right in it and wiggled it all around. Yeah, that's it's true. En- that's entirely possible. So, yeah. so, but, I mean, that being said, there, there were great things about it. Like, the music again, oh, yeah. the fucking
0: soundtrack killed again.
2: Soundtrack always kills.
0: Things. I've actually kind of, like, I liked the soundtrack for the first one better, like. it was, Oh, I, I oh, liked yeah. the
2: soundtrack for the first one better as well, but it didn't, doesn't mean that this one wasn't, you know, just as entertaining.
1: Yeah. And and didn't, and, and I like that they, di- again, like, the soundtrack was in service of the rest of the movie. You know, it wasn't like, like, we were, Mark and I and uh, Paul last week were talking about Handmaid's Tale, where the music is just like so fucking out of place. But in this.
2: I do remember that. I do yeah. remember that because you were talking about how the pop music just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it doesn't at all. But in this case, like, they really, uh, you know, the music is in service of the movie and it really, it's almost its own character to an extent.
2: Mm-hmm. So, kind of like Westworld
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that Which was. That was comment
2: the comment that Mark made. That was
0: the analogy I made, was like *Westworld*. Thank <laughs> you. Just like,
1: I listened
2: to, to, dead.
1: to, to some things.
2: It did. To about 20%? I listened to, like to I taking photographs. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, and I... That's the thing, like, you it was a character because, like, everybody in the galaxy was into it. Because that any was time- nice,
0: Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was if you didn't call okay. attention to it, I could have just muted it. <laughs> Not anymore.
1: <laughs>
3: <Burps>. But,
2: um... <laughs> The thing was though, like anyone who hears Quill's music, and it's like a running gag from the beginning of um the like the first movie, is that they love it because it's addictive. Yeah. And that's, and it's such he, a part yeah. of him
1: as a character.
2: Yeah. Right. And his like relationship with his mom. Yeah.
1: And I love I love that they gave him a zune at the end. It's like
2: oh my god, <laughs> that was so funny. That
1: that was a great a great little comedic beat. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good beat. Yeah.
2: I hear this is what they listen to on Earth.
1: Yeah, and so now he's got like music maybe through like the early two thousands or something like that. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: I was reading an interview uh, afterwards. that said like the the music for the third movie will probably be more like uh, nineties music or something. Nineties into the early two thousands kind nice. of thing. So
1: <laughs> it's gonna be like Chumbawamba and yeah, like semi Sonic and shit like that.
2: Or he'll make comments about how none of it was good enough. <laughs>
0: I would love Semisonic to be in a movie. That would be awesome. <laughs> I love that record. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my. That, if we ever do that One Hit Wonders episode, that will be that'll be my pick. So oh yeah, we'll do that
3: nice.
1: episode. I don't know why we haven't done it. Episode oh, yeah. yet. oh, we've been pretty busy.
0: But- we do doing a lot of music episodes. Yeah,
1: wait, wait, Mark wait, wait, and I wait. did a music episode that we'll never see the light of day, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, All right. well, we'll have to get back around and record that one at some point. Yeah, we, oh.
2: Um, I might be busy that day but uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay that episode still ended up being like two hours and 15
1: minutes yeah. even if it was just the two of us just mark and i gushing over yeah splooshing over uh, obscure artists yeah obscure
2: oh, boys yep with
1: our yep. horn rim glasses and
0: i should get a pair of those so i could fit in with you two fathers <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> part of the we cool should. kids club the hipster uh, club
2: don't you want to be, yeah, you like, wanna be like us can i have mm. some
1: vocal add some vocal
0: fry yeah
2: yeah don't you like want to learn about theater yeah we and... can get
0: go get some unicorn fry. Yeah, yeah. doesn't my giant hipster beard and my faux hawk Kind of like doesn't that count for enough at this point? No, (laughs) (laughs) not at all. It's the Pearl Jam shirt that's ruining it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's the it's the I'm stuck in the '90s look.
2: Yeah, get Mm. out of the '90s. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: I'm happy here, guys. (laughs) Are you? We've no well, well, except the '90s.
1: The (laughs) '90s didn't have Marvel movies, Mark.
0: That's true. Bringing us
1: back on fucking track.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shoddy hosting, but um, no, I think. What really disappointed me, though, with Guardians was that I just I felt like that the story was real weak. Um, I liked all Rocket stuff, but I didn't need the sentimentality that came with the um,
1: the Yondu stuff.
2: Yeah, the Yondu stuff
1: or Yondo I didn't or Yondu. Care. Yondu Yondu Yondu.
2: I just didn't care.
1: Yeah, I had the same like, problem. Oh, like, I had a lot of trouble okay. getting getting particularly invested in that shit. Like, because he had such a quick like turnaround from like being this asshole character to being like, oh, now you're supposed to feel sorry for him. I'm like, yeah, I don't.
2: I know, and nobody liked him. Cause, yeah. Cause like all all of a sudden, like you know, we don't do kids. Like they had a moral code in the last movie. Yeah. I was like, come on.
3: <clears throat>
1: yeah, and and I mean the. I understand what they're like they're trying to fucking spin off uh what is it Ravagers? No. Yeah. Ravagers? Yeah. Yeah, a Ravagers movie and that that felt kind of fucking shoehorned in too.
2: Yeah. It's um, a Ravagers funeral. I was like, okay. Yeah. Man, this is really elaborate for people who don't know. No, it's like
1: not it's not Ravagers. What the fuck is is the No. Well, Ravagers yes. is the larger group, but um there's a a name for the actual team uh that um Sylvester Stallone's character was part of. Oh the right. Galaxy 2 spin off. Um shit. I can't remember. What it- Keep going and I'll I'll figure it out.
2: I don't know. I just I felt so much of it was forced that there was two movies put in there. I would have loved to have a solo movie like not like something about Rocket and um someone else would have been good. But don't make it about Rocket and Quill. Like sorry, i moving my mic. Ugh, I gotta adjust my feet. Like, don't make it about Rocket and Quill. Make it about Rocket and Groot, or Rocket and, um, uh, I can't remember, or Drax, you know, like, but don't, don't take away from Quill, because the dad story could have been really cool. Instead, it felt rushed. It felt, um, like we were supposed to like this guy, but none of us did. We didn't get to explore anything with Mantis. I would have loved if Mantis had been like, you know, we'd we'd found out more about the relationship she had with him, like the surrogate child. And then maybe, like, finding out more about Quill's siblings. Like, maybe there was um, just some discussion about it. But instead, Quill was just taken over, like, two or three times, had his powers for two minutes, and then they disappeared. Like, so nothing changed. There was no difference, except that Rocket is now looking to be more of a family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just,
2: I, visually it was gorgeous, but I was disappointed in the storytelling.
1: It did it did have a good visual uh feel overall for sure. Like the it was very a very vibrant movie for a sort of space drama kind of thing or yeah. comedy or whatever you want to call it. Like um and that that I felt worked, like the visuals worked pretty well, but I felt the same thing. Like Ego he was let's be honest, he was a much fucking better villain than Ronan was in the first movie. Yes. But Ronan was a piece of shit villain, and Ego is a Ego is a middling villain.
0: Yeah, Ronan's not exact Ronan's not the villain though, really. I mean, he's the villain of that movie, but like the whole point of that movie is just another Thanos build up, right? So like, yeah. the fact that they didn't, they only tangentially touched on the Thanos stuff, even though I am curious. Like, and this is like a bigger meta kind of conversation about like the whole MCU as a whole. Like the build up to Thanos at this point, I'm like. They're like two movies away from Infinity War, so I'm like, are we gonna do some kind of pay? I thought Guardians, two but that was the one thing payoff. was gonna have more like yeah. Thanos stuff going on yeah. that would have like yeah. paid off in Infinity War, but they didn't really touch on it. Yeah, so like much. like last
1: week we were talking about you know the slow build to uh, to Wilson Fisk. This is like fucking exponentially worse than that. And if they fuck mm-hmm. up the actual reveal at this point, it's just gonna be like. The fucking worst, like ruined orgasm of
0: all time. Yeah, because they only have like two movies left, right? Like, I mean, Spider Man's yeah. not going to have Thanos in it. I would assume. Yeah, it's going to be a, like no. we've been like edging for like fucking twelve years, 12 and then years. somebody just
1: punches us, punches us in the balls right as we're about to jizz.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> when was wow, well, what was when was Avengers? Is that two thousand and eleven or twelve? Uh,
2: something like that. Yeah, it was like I guess so. 2000, 2010 2013?
0: or two thousand eleven. I don't know. I think the the first Thanos thing was in Avengers, right? Or my I...
2: yes, it was at the very, very, very end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm like I'm spacing out because I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was my big thing, and that's like a, a much like like bigger like MCU kind of encompassing conversation. Where it's like I don't know where like they've hinted at it, but it's like I don't I don't see him as a threat yet. And like before yeah. they get to Infinity War, I thought they would do something. Like in Guardians, and I guess they still have Thor Ragnarok, which looks to be fairly cosmic in kind of scope, mm-hmm. where they would do something like huge and like at least hint at Thanos doing something, or yeah. mention th- or show Thanos doing like something Kills a bunch of people or... or wipes out a planet or yeah, something, exactly. like something that like you would expect Thanos to do that makes him like to raise it, yeah, to raise yeah. those stakes, yeah. So that when he does show up in in Avengers three, yeah, it's like. A big deal, unless he doesn't show up in Avengers three, and Avengers three is just going to be all built up, which all built be... up, and then Infinity War in- and yeah. Infinity. Oh,
1: is the first one Infinity War? Infinity War is P-
0: the first one, and, and then, then Infinity Gauntlet is the second. Well, they haven't titled the second one yet, so well, somebody let slip, I think. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, that's it's probably going to be though. Infinity Gauntlet. So, but yeah, like I don't know, I don't know. I'm just like that was my my like big Marvel nerd part problem with the movie. I think was just mm-hmm. like we're, we've been building up the Thanos and Th- Thanos is cosmic. So we finally get to the cosmic side of stuff. And again, like, we get back to Guardians and it's cosmic. And, like, they and don't we do get, anything with it.
1: Yeah, All we get is Nebula complaining that, uh, yeah. well, complaining rightfully so, you know, that she, he fucking, like, destroyed her life.
0: I enjoyed their subplot, actually. I
2: liked their yeah. subplot.
0: Yeah, that was one of the better ones, for sure. But yeah. it was,
2: it, it was so minor.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It was there for, like, two minutes.
0: I'm not overly keen on... um. Like, the way everybody loves, is it Zoe Zeldana or whatever her name is? Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe
2: Saldana.
0: Um, Like, I know everybody, like, absolutely adores her. And I'm just like, I she always just seems kind of, like, uninterested. And maybe that's just the way she's playing the character. But even as Ohura, she always seems kind of, like, disengaged yeah. and uninterested. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't find that appealing. So, like, her Gamora is so standoffish that I'm like, they don't really warm her up at all. Like, to the point where at two movies you think they would. So I'm like, well, where's this payoff going to happen? Yeah. I mean, there's 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 hints to it, yeah. but it's like we're two movies in, and like I'm assuming we're only going to get one more Guardian solo movie, and the rumor going around is that like once when they show up in Infinity War or wherever they show up in the the next Avengers movie, it's going to be four years removed from Guardians Two, yeah. So they're going to be a, mm. they're going to be a much older, different team at that point. So
1: Guardians like, Guardians Two is supposed to take place in 2014, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. There was actually so, James Gunn said like something about how he fucked up Stanley's cameo because Stanley was like talking about how he was a FedEx driver. But this movie happened in the timeline before he was the FedEx driver in yeah, the cameo. In, but, yeah,
0: in uh Civil War, right? Yeah. But he's yeah. if
1: he's a fucking watcher
0: then It doesn't really matter. That's a, yeah,
1: that's excusable for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um And they've already shot the rest of his cameos. Like we've talked about it on the show. Like he's shot yeah. up through I wanna say Avengers. Yeah, like I think he's done through Avengers already. So. Yeah, he's done. He's got like three or four in the can or something. Yeah, like because like, sure. James Gunn did. I want to James Gunn or whoever directed Doctor Strange did. I think James Gunn actually directed the Doctor Strange one for that mm-hmm. guy, and then, uh, he did Guardians and Spider Man and Thor and he'll he's and I know he's done the the Avengers one. So yeah, he's got like five in the can or something like that total. So yeah. three more I guess left depending on what his like where his cameo falls in the the two parter that is the next avengers movies so
3: yeah
1: um, True. but well here we were talking about uh ego and kurt russell like i kurt kurt russell's performance was uneven at best i would say like i feel like yeah. he was he was kind of there just for the paycheck i don't think he was really invested in this part or anything like that or you know in the in the way well i don't know in the way maybe that, like, Tom Hiddleston, like, really fucking grabbed onto that Loki role to the point yes. where, like, he started, you know, really embodying that that persona
0: kind of thing. Um, well, I think but, he also, like, I think he knew it was, like, a one and done. Like, he's not going to yeah. be around anymore. Whereas, like, I, I think Hiddleston, I think the plan from the start was for Loki to be...
2: A regular. A, long-term, a, a
0: long-standing. Yeah. A long-standing villain. Like, he is, because he was the first uh, villain the Avengers fought in the comics, too. Mm-hmm. in avengers one it was loki that he fought no oh, i didn't know that i'm learning yeah. learning some marvel history there's some there's some marvel history there for you um <laughs> true believer yeah yeah so he was that makes sense and like ego ego is an ongoing character and like he's been around for a long time and he factors into the cosmic side of the marvel like 616 like comic yeah. universe fairly regularly is he... He's part of, like, a group or... is he, He's a Celestial, is that
1: right? Yeah, he's a Celestial. And there's there's multiple... There's a bunch of Celestials.
0: Yeah, it depends on how you want to, like, count the Celestials. Like, some would yeah. include Galactus as a Celestial. Like, mm. they're big kind of, like, god-like beings that kind of float out there. And yeah. they factored into that Alex Ross series, Earth-X, a while, like, years and years ago, and that mm. kind of stuff, so... Mm. But I did like what they did, like, in
1: terms of... Uh, the the visuals that they did with ego like the his oh, like the the face on the planet and the 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 third act like the third act I I thought was pretty good it, I just wasn't as invested in it as mm-hmm. I could have been because the second act was kind of uneven um, but like the stuff that they did with him like reforming himself like those effects were amazing and the the big like face out of made out of like the rocks and the planet and shit like yeah. that like that stuff that was, was all cool. really well done. Um,
2: that's what I mean about the visual like Marvel never has trouble with the visual
0: they've been improving like uh at by big like leaps and bounds the last couple movies too because like the last what is the last two or three movies Doctor Strange like Doctor Strange and like Guardians have been like massive steps forward in terms of like they're spending the money Mm -hmm. to get those the visuals to that point so yeah
1: like that fucking reverse time scene and Doctor Strange was just crazy
0: Yeah. yeah yeah um
2: there's yeah. been some really cool stuff. Like yeah. some... Um, and that's why I was... I mean, with this and um, Iron Fist, I was kind of like, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is technically technically
0: separate departments. But, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, I didn't hate this as much as you guys seem to have. I don't... <laughs> think i mean i like i liked it I d- i'm
1: not gonna say i hated it but i definitely no. i just had issues
0: with it i don't think i was thinking about it as like deeply as you guys were though. then like <laughs> maybe i yeah. was just kind of like i was in for the ride and like just kind of enjoying it because i knew yeah guardians isn't guardians isn't captain america or iron man or whatever to me you know what i mean like it's like it's a tertiary kind of marvel movie to me at this point where i'm just like yeah. it's there and i enjoy it and I'm i know i'm gonna go in and have like two hours of fun and like I like the characters, and I'm gonna get a get a good laugh. And like, I, Drax and fucking Rocket killed me again. Like, I totally enjoyed both those characters. Oh my god,
2: like, My Baby Groot just vomits. I was
0: <laughs> the Baby yeah. Groot. I like. I like. I was almost too much cutesy for me, but like,
2: nope, I loved it.
0: Of course you did. Yeah, that um, that one I was
1: okay with because I knew that going into it that that they were just gonna ham, ham that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. The the Drax actually was a little too much for me. Like I, yes. I, I, his jokes were great. Don't get me wrong, but then he did like virtually fucking nothing in the actual movie. Like he had next to no role to play. Uh, like I, you know, Drax is supposed to be like this huge fucking warrior character. I wanted to see him fucking tear into some guys more seriously.
0: Yeah, but the the plot they didn't write the plot that to like accommodate that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't necessarily like. You can't blame the character for the plot not involving him, right? Like it's not him who wrote the movie. So the, yeah, the fact that they didn't have a big fight for him to do is like the script's fault. Yeah. And like what they gave Dave Batista to do, like he killed. So I'm Oh like... no.
1: I mean his performance was great for what they gave him. I just wasn't super happy. I, I felt that his character could have been written a little bit more balanced. Like and that was that was a problem I had overall with the movie, was I feel like they swung way too hard into the comedic side of things is like this is our funny movie let's make it the funny movie and like they like all the stuff with the ravagers on the ship like and the fucking like taser face bits and stuff like that like
0: that was just too fucking hammy slapstick yeah, the ta- for me the taser the taser face shit was a little bit like I, even i was kind of like that's not it's not even a funny name it's a stupid name like it's not yeah like the fact that they're trying to make it a joke i'm like i guess eight-year-olds are gonna find this funny but like i was in the theater with eight-year-olds and like none of them were laughing and i was kind of like <laughs> yeah can we go back to like compare like jack's talking about what's his name's dick because that made me laugh a little bit <laughs> yeah.
2: but that was part yeah. of the problem was that marvel was like oh okay it's like what tim just said it's like oh, okay we have our funny movie we have our funny franchise let's make it as funny as possible but in doing that, they lost. They spent twenty five, thirty minutes of time, extra time on jokes and setups for jokes,
1: yeah. like laser
2: face and shit, instead of actually giving us content.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Like there, that th- those moments could have been spent, you know, giving us more character moments ego. and stuff like that. And yeah, more maybe more with ego, where where we care a little bit more about him before he goes all maniacal and crazy that one also like his switch was very much like that was pretty fucking tropey is like hey we've got this all power we've got this all powerful being what does he want to do he wants to make remake the universe in his image of course well
2: (laughs) oh also the fact when he was like it was really awful for me to have to give your mother cancer (laughs) i was like boo
1: yeah it's like really like boo Oh, am I supposed to hate this guy? Like, that's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's
3: true.
2: It's, it's I guess like, now we hate well, him. Well,
1: yeah, I guess that's a pretty good fucking way to make me hate this guy. Yeah. Because
2: I loved your mom so much that I could only visit her three or four times. I knew I'd never leave Earth and just gave her some cancer.
3: Yeah, so I gave her just, a brain just, tumor.
2: Yeah, well, that's cool. But, like, it's <laughs> the fact, too, that, like, not only was his switch tropey, but it was so sudden without being sudden. Like, it was just kind of like okay, we're waiting. This guy's bad news.
1: Yeah. And it's like not bad news yet. And that's not bad news. Yet. And that storyline, like, you know, some all powerful being being like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, fuck with reality until I'm happy with it is, has been so overused at this point that it's just become satire. Like comic books will actively use that as satire. Now, like they'll put mm-hmm. out, you know, like a, a, sat- a satirical story where it's just like, so-and-so decided like that he wants to remake the Marvel universe or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well,
2: And it was just disappointing because it was like, you know, there were so many other places I could have gone. We could have explored how Quill actually felt about meeting his dad because all we got was that he was pissed off at everyone else for not trusting his dad. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they played a game of energy ball catch. (laughs) And I was like, "Yeah, lame.
1: (laughs) That was... That that one I had mixed feelings on. I thought that it was kind of cute and, like, uh, but... Yeah, it was also like this is really fucking hammy guys.
0: It's also like that's a that's a an experience that like maybe none of us actually have is the missing father thing too, which is yeah. something that like I think uh, when Kevin Smith reviewed it, he had the same he had a similar thing where he's like, I don't necessarily feel this the way like losing your mom, I think everybody kind of like has that fear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas like yes. if you weren't somebody who whose dad left early or something like that, yeah, maybe that story doesn't affect like it's it's a narrower i mean maybe not that narrow but it's still like a narrower um audience to hit kind of thing yeah with that story whereas like i didn't have my dad's still around i didn't have that experience i know your parents still together right tim yeah yeah and like christy's dad raised her so like none of us have like a missing father figure thing where we would identify yeah. with that particular story so maybe that's yeah, where the gap comes from but
2: but it's all right go on
0: no, I just like that's that's that was like and that this is me just I'm just stealing what Kevin yeah. Smith said so like that's yeah. fine, but like that's I when I he said that I was like I actually kind of agree with that like that's probably pretty accurate as to why I was kind of like meh I I don't I mean it wasn't particularly well developed either so like I didn't care because he was just co- shows up and is like I'm cool dad let's go to my planet that I own and then I've like, never met you I've never met you mm. and then like shit happens but at, at the end of the day none of this actually like matters because I'm going to be evil. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, if you know the character from the comics, I I was, I knew it was coming. So I was like, yeah, he's going to turn evil. (laughs) When's it going to happen? Yeah. They
2: never talked to save like for one second about how ego just showed up like to kill all these gold people.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Like he just showed up standing on his ship.
0: (laughs) That's a pretty cool visual though.
2: Yeah. It was a cool visual. And yeah. it also led to one of the funnier jokes when he was like, I imagine that he's much bigger up close. Yeah. <laughs> but, like <laughs> Yeah. Um, some,
1: some of those where it was just like, not like a big, like stream of jokes or something like the taser no. face, but it was just like a really quick, like one liner like that. Like those were some of the best jokes in the, in the thing Yeah.
2: yeah. for and, me like, anyway. The tape thing. I loved the bit with the tape when they were all fighting outside. It was the same thing that was in the trailer, but I thought it was so funny.
1: Oh, you mean the, the opening sequence? P-
2: no, 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 at the end when he's like um, trying to send the detonator with Baby Groot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And
2: he's like, I thought you were If talking all the
1: people that have tape. tape. No. Yeah. Like,
2: if all the people have tape, you would probably be the one to have tape. Like, that felt very Guardians to me. Yeah, yeah.
1: That, that was a good scene. And, and, I mean, they did give it away in the trailer, but I think that they were right to give that away in the trailer because that was something that, like, really hooked it. And, obviously, people were coming in a lot for Baby Groot.
0: Yeah. Um, but...
2: But no, I'm with you about the dad thing. Yeah. I think that you there should have been some self doubt when Ego showed up. He should have had to do some convincing. Like I get that he was like, "I have my own planet," but <laughs> Quill just went through this like huge thing about his mom and like identify you know finally being okay with the death of his mother and like um you know being raised in this horrible space he finally has a family like this is a big thing so yeah. the fact that like they've made that huge stink in the first movie and then you know like two months later they're falling apart i was like come on
3: <laughs> yeah
2: like what was the build-up for all this he's so willing to like abandon them to go to his dad who he's never met who you know like sure he might have some superpowers but like let's everybody just calm down like nothing yeah. is like no but no convincing happened
1: well we've been pretty fucking down on this. There were some really great fucking like yeah, well, scenes let's like
2: for the things we liked.
1: So the the scene with Yondu just decimating everybody with his arrow. That Yondu awesome. Yandu and Rocket, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like taking out just all of the Ravagers, including Taserface, that was done really well. And
0: I like that, that he got good. his like his full Mohawk. From the comics yeah. which was a really nice little shout out like that was pretty cool yeah um that
2: was very cool i yeah, loved
0: that. i enjoyed the, the and i enjoyed um oh man i can't remember his name the guy from gilmore girls trying the to, one like, who
2: took him over or yeah. he took over
0: yeah who uh sean, sean gunn yeah yeah sorry sean gunn yeah um <laughs> oh, fuck my brain um <laughs> Where he's practicing at the end, like trying to get the muscle yeah. thing, and he ends up stabbing Drax. I was like, oh. <laughs> "That that was a really good bit." Yeah, for yeah, sure. there's some good. Ah! Like, there was a good bit. Um, yeah, I I did see, and like you guys were talking about Drax and Mantis, like the scene where she touches him, and like he's just sitting there thinking about his daughter. I thought was that was nice. I thought it was really well done because it mm-hmm. like yeah. he tends to he doesn't they don't show or talk about like his trauma or whatever that much, but, like, to mm-hmm. be able to kind of, like, have it manifest that way, I think was pretty, like, yeah. elegantly done. Yep. Yeah. I they, and he had a couple good moments, just the balance wasn't there. Like, it was just all
1: funny all the time, very little actual, like, emotion and character development,
0: or him, he's Drax the Destroyer. He yeah. didn't yeah. really destroy a whole lot in this movie. Well, I think they were kind of stuck with him, too, like, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, where did, if, they, if they had left him on the planet with... Uh, rocket, mm-hmm. the Ravagers would never have been able to take them down. You know what I mean? Like True. their whole ability to like get that part of the team, like the Ravagers be able to pick up that part of the team, was based on the fact that they didn't have like super powerful nigh indestructible Drax there, right? Like he had gone yeah. they just had
2: very intelligent rocket. Like I yeah. loved the scene where he took everyone down. That was like, awesome rocket, like, that was like
0: Batman yeah. levels of like badass. Yeah. Really, too. Like
2: <laughs> it was laying
0: the, tr- laying the traps and like jumping the guys and like Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, move, but shifting him to the planet o- only gave him the interaction with Mantis to deal yeah. with yeah. and no actual physical conflict to have. They still have yet to have him in, like, a fight that he wins in these movies. Like, he's been the butt monkey for pretty much the, <laughs> the run like of the, the series. He's the He is yeah. the Remember? Worf, yeah. Actually, we were just talking about that on last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Worf Where Picard
2: effect. says no to Worf. Every time, <laughs> well,
0: no, or just like every time a new superpowered villain shows up on the Enterprise, it beats the shit out of Worf to prove that it's badass. Yeah, so yeah, and I think that's Worf's kind of what like they,
3: I just really want someone to like me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he got Deanna Troy and uh, Jadzia Dax. He's doing yes, fine. He is so, doing fine. Um, well, did
2: you did you realize though that there's a couple montages of it on YouTube where Picard literally says no to Worf every time?
0: Yeah, but, <laughs> and the worst part is Worf has sensible. Uh, suggestions every time. Mm-hmm. It's always like, we should raise the shields. This is a threat. The card's like, no. It's like, well... And then they get fucking attacked. And, and then they what? get attacked. The fact that Worf, after seven years, or actually plus years because he's got four years of Deep Space Nine under his belt, yeah. the fact that he f- doesn't turn around and one of them and just be like, I fucking told you so yeah. while he's on the bridge, I think he should be commended for that.
2: Well, it's such a funny... like. It's such an allegory for like a black man in a place of power. All the time. <laughs> That's
0: true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> remember when I talked about how oh I didn't realize God, Worf it's so was black? True. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize Worf was black for the longest time. But, um, just
0: like, just this like massive six foot four black man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. I had no idea. I remember someone had to point it out. Now, and it was like twenty four. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I Had to go back and watch, and I was like, "Oh my God, Jordy's black too!" Oh my <laughs> God, I just didn't, I didn't. It's so offensive now. Like you're not supposed to say anything. Like I was colorblind, and I'm not. But there were those moments when I was like, as a child, yeah. I just didn't recognize, yeah, like that. That was even a thing. <laughs> to be fair, a
0: lot of the a lot of the Klingon actors tended to be painted to be like look darker skinned. so mm-hmm. you you would be yeah. like. Yeah, because Michael Dorn's not actually that dark skinned no. in real no. life. Yeah. No. He's light skinned black guy. Yeah. And then like the guy who played Martok on Deep Space Nine is white, so like whatever.
1: And then then they had Christopher Lloyd in blackface for uh oh, yeah. for Star
0: Trek Three. And Christopher Plummer in Star Trek Six. Yeah. <laughs> How appropriate that was.
2: Christopher Plummer playing an Asian man. <laughs> With yeah, which is really an
0: Asian, Asian Klingon. An Asian Klingon. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. with a British accent.
0: Yeah. Wow. He's Christopher Very. Plummer.
2: <laughs> I know, he's Canadian. Where well, does this even come he's, from? He's
1: a villain in a space movie. He's yeah, a all, they, movie. Yeah, a Star Trek movie. Yeah, he less. always has a British accent. Mm-hmm.
2: It makes me laugh though, because like Christopher Plummer sort of has a British accent. I've seen him in like real life three, or four times on stage at Stratford. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen but him. But he's Bradford like. Once or twice, too.
2: He just and I saw him perform his own show, so it was literally just him. Mm. And he still had a bit of an accent. I was like, Christopher, you're Canadian.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Cameron, all that all that Shakespeare is gonna like end up.
2: Was it Caesar and Cleopatra?
1: No, I think I might have seen him seen him in uh, Richard the Third once.
2: Oh, so jealous! I saw him yeah. in the Tempest. He was a great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to Guardians there, and you know what? Like, uh, I I do I'm I'm excited to see where they take the Mantis and um Drax relationship because you know you had that. It was pretty tropey, and then I'll stop ragging on it. But when at the end he was like, "You're beautiful,"
0: on the inside. On
2: the inside, yeah. (laughs) That That was was a great running joke. That was a good good
0: note. Yeah, that was a good joke.
2: Yeah, it was a great running joke. But I was like, "Mm, of course. Yeah. We were all waiting for it. Yeah. Um, but they had a great relationship. Like yeah. I really enjoyed watching them.
1: And I, I liked Drax. I, well, I like the opening scene in general. But Drax in that opening scene where he jumps into the <laughs> monster's mouth. For starters, I loved the way that they did that opening scene, and then they showed the majority of it from like sort of a you know from Groot's baby Groot's point of view. Yeah. Oh, it's like, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. like background. No, yeah. Exactly. Like that's something that's it's it's done occasionally, but very rarely, and very rarely is it done to that strong effect. Yeah. Um, that was one scene. Like I didn't see this in 3D, uh, just because the mm-hmm. people that I uh, saw it with didn't want to see it in 3D. But I was like in that scene, I was like, I this I think would be really
0: good in 3D. It was pretty cool in 3D. Actually, most of the movie, the the 3D um, on a purely technical level was really well done in this movie for a a, a post like yeah not shot in 3D movie. Like it was. Really oh, was it well a conversion? Done. Yeah, I think most of them are conversions now, aren't they? Okay, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I would have really liked to have seen that scene in 3D, too. I was thinking yeah. that while I was watching it. The rest of it, I could... Maybe, like, the ending
0: mm-hmm.
2: would have been cool. In the
0: core of the planet.
2: Yeah, but... I yeah, there was some to... neat stuff
0: in there. I, like, 3D, I don't... And, again, this is not really related to the movie. It's just 3D in general. Like, I don't really notice it once I'm sitting there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. once it's happening, I'm like, oh, like, because in the first scene, you notice it because, like, they're really pushing that, like, foreground-background kind of... Yeah. Whatever, like, perspective... But, like, once you get into the movie proper, I'm like, eh, eh, all right, whatever. And then I just kind of, like, I don't, I'm not watching for the 3D anymore. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I'd almost prefer seeing movies in 2D most of the time. Like, it doesn't yeah. bother me at all, so.
2: My Mark likes seeing movies in 2D because, unless it's, like, something that's really cool IMAX-y. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm. Like, Inception not... or something like that. Or... Yeah. 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 Like, I don't need to. I get kind of dizzy if it's too 3 3D.
1: I'll usually see movies in but in 3D if they're available, but that's mostly because I'm just a fucking like obnoxious purist. Yeah. <laughs> and like if it's in 3D, like I want to see it in the you know in like the biggest best format possible kind of thing. So if it has been released in 3D, I'll be like, okay, then they probably want me to watch it in 3D. So that's the I'll thing, like
0: 3D. I I go I I will I pretty much exclusively go to the theater where I can like select my seat, and yeah. that is the Ultra AVX here. Uh, mm-hmm. like down, by, down the street from my house, so I'm just like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to that one, and that's usually the 3D screening. So mm-hmm. I ended up seeing it in 3D just because I didn't want to watch it or uh, not be able to pick my seat. So and I wanted to see it like opening night because I'm spoiled by that too. So,
1: yeah, um, I'm spoiled by being able to pick my seat in the movies now too. I
0: hate going to theaters where you can't, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I saw John Wick 2, I had to like just go sit in there like a fucking like caveman, and I was just like, This is horse shit. I couldn't <laughs> like like see. A fucking savage. Yeah, like a savage. <laughs> Sucks. because um, some kids' movie was in the Ultra AVX theater, and I was like, "Fuck this
1: <laughs> shit." The uh, the scene where um Baby Groot just kept getting the wrong shit from Yandu's quarters that was good and played, I think, across age groups. Kind oh, of. Oh, that
2: was brilliant. That was yeah. awesome.
1: And you knew it was coming. Like as soon as uh Rocket and Yondu asked him to go get it, you're like, "Yeah, he's not. Gonna, he's gonna fuck this up." Uh, but
2: what was great about it was that. Even though it was tropey, they did it with the cute character, so it didn't come off as dumb. Mm-hmm. It came off as you know, just naive. Aww. yeah, yeah. So it was it was enjoyable. You yeah. weren't like this fucking guy. Because like if Rocket <laughs> had done it, you'd be like, Rocket, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, pick up the damn thing. <laughs> but because it was Baby Groot, he was so cute and he was so genuine about it. Even his little pixelated face, he was just like, ah. You're like, oh, you're such a guy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and the other thing that uh that played really well was the
2: uh I'm Mary
1: Poppins, y'all.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that was hilarious. That, that was, was
1: funny. Was so was a...
0: good. Didn't you just post that pic was that you just posted that picture? Yeah. Yeah, was. yeah. There's there's now a picture of uh
1: that was uh just posted by Marvel of Michael Rooker at like Disneyland with Mary Poppins.
2: Oh, I'm gonna go look on your Facebook wall.
1: <laughs> well <I laughs> no, saw it's no and... it's uh, I posted it in the uh the Tricast page.
2: Oh, relevant to the podcast.
1: Yeah. Um that's funny. And then there there's been all sorts of other stuff too, like uh uh like a golden book where they edited Michael Rooker, like it was as the Mary Poppins like little golden book thing, but they edited uh, Yondu onto onto it instead. They photoshopped Yondu into it. Wow, but,
2: uh... I didn't realize how old he was. Oh yeah, I mean he's been around oh, yeah. forever.
1: Oh yeah, he's in his like late fifties. Gotta be, 'cause, you know, he was already pretty old in mall rats and that was like Mm -hmm. fucking 94 or something like that or 95 yeah pretty yeah that was that was over 20 years ago at this point and he was already playing like an you know old studio exec kind of thing yep he was clearly already in his like late 30s or 40s then
2: (laughs) sorry i was looking through the pictures of after yondu with mary poppins and they have these ads that are like you know just regular schmoes giving quotes about the movie Mm-hmm. And one of them I thought it said number one movie in Canada, but I literally thought it said a movie in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it, like that.
1: It exists in <laughs> it Canada. exists in
2: Canada. So, you know, it's <laughs> good.
1: Yeah, I guess this is, uh, Marvel apparently has a Canadian Facebook page. Marvel Canada page. Mm-hmm. Which is where this is from. I didn't realize that they had separate pages for Canada.
2: Well, I just think it's interesting that he like came and chilled in toronto um for some behind the scenes stuff apparently
1: yeah he's always pretty big with uh, fan stuff like on he always goes to uh like the uh uh walking dead conventions and stuff like that like we have walker stalker con in atlanta and he's always one of the guests that shows up at that uh so he's he seems to be really big on the on the cons and fan stuff and that kind of thing
2: yeah so that's cool yeah but yeah, so what else what else did you like about it? Like what what really what tickled your fancy besides soundtrack and the, those few scenes?
1: The post credit scenes, a lot of people complain that there was too many or whatever, but I was pretty good with them, especially like teasing the Adam Warlock
0: stuff. That's definitely gonna be good to see how that plays out. He's been so big in the comics as part of the Guardians team, uh, the last couple of years that I'm surprised they didn't do more with that earlier on, but like mm-hmm. I guess having him teased like that kind of works, too. Like, he'll be the main... Hopefully, because James Gunn has already said they're going to bring the um, the Sovereign back and, like, do the Adam Warlock yeah. thing in the next movie. So, like, that's kind of, like, teasing at the plot of the next one, which is fantastic, because the Adam Warlock character is really interesting. And it's, like, I love that we're at the point where, like, Adam Warlock's going to get to have, like, a starring role in a movie. Like, it's not... We're at that nerd threshold where just, like, all this shit's just coming to the forefront. And I'm like, that's... Do fans. you want to expound upon Adam Warlock a little bit more for those I of us that aren't uh, massive Marvel fans? I don't know a ton about Adam Warlock. It's just he, he factors huge into the, the cosmic side of the, uh, the Marvel Universe, which is the side of the Marvel Universe that I'm like the least familiar with, even <laughs> though there, I've read a couple stories. Um, hold on. Let me look up his Wikipedia page. Yeah,
1: it was just what I was grabbing. Let's see.
0: First appeared in Fantastic Four, debuted in the Silver Age... Blah, 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 blah. Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. Well, and his uh, his egg was in the collector's collection, was it not?
0: Yeah. his Yeah, they've shown the egg before. It was in. Yeah. It must have been. That was Guardians 1. Yeah, I think so. Or was that Thor? No, it was Guardians 1. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, but the Adam Warlock's like a, a character that has up, appeared all over the place, and he's just like this really popular kind of sea, like not really popular, but like he's a seedless character that Marvel fans are always like, "Oh, Adam Warlock," but he's on that cosmic side of things that I kind of stay away from a little bit. So, mm-hmm. but it is kind of a deep cut Marvel thing that like Adam Warlock's going to be a, a huge. He was a big part of Infinity Gauntlet, like when the original series happened. Yeah, that's that's the
1: one thing that I know about. Yeah,
0: Adam Warlock. Um. But
1: yeah and he's been one of the ones that has wielded the gauntlet over the years and that yeah. sort of thing so
2: so now that you guys are done hardcore nerding it out um is there anything else you really want to talk about with galaxy or with guardians that you would uh you feel has been left out of the conversation
0: did we did we we kind of talked about Stan Lee's cameo right like i thought that was really yeah. really yeah. well done yeah and i mean we
1: we talked about that uh on a previous episode how it sort of confirms that I don't know if he's actually a watcher or if he is just working for them or whatever, but I did really like that uh, how yeah. it sort of ties all of their all those different cameos together. And, yeah, yeah.
2: Can Can you explain to me what exactly the function of the Watcher is? He's a character in every comic book, right?
1: Well, the Watcher watches. Yeah, basically that's it. It's the, the Watcher slayer slays. Yeah, so it's it's this like sort of cosmic entity or group of cosmic entities that just sort of observe and document everything that happens in the universe. And they particularly show up like when something massive happens, something notable happens kind of thing. So there's the, usually they, they go unseen kind of thing, but sometimes they, you know, in very rare instances, they will like interact with uh, the event or, or the characters or something like that. But for the most part, they're just, just what the name implies they're like these cosmic beings that just are there to
0: witness uh what major is happening events, in- yeah, yeah or just everything but like they they tend to kind of show up more for major events like yeah. the first time uh the watcher like watu appeared was uh when galactus first appeared in fantastic 4 like cuz that was supposed to, that was in theory supposed to be the end of earth like life on earth oh the fantastic 4 solve it right like they they find a solution to it so yeah but,
1: uh, and DC has a similar sort of group of characters that are uh, commonly known as the monitors that yeah. basically do the same sort of thing. Um, they, they don't factor quite as heavily, but... Uh, They're literally
2: called the monitors?
1: Yeah, because they literally a- monitor things.
2: But that's, that's like an exact replication of... That's so dumb. The, the
1: Watchers. <laughs> I'm not sure which came first. I mean, the monitors were introduced like in the mid '80s. For okay, the-
0: then it's definitely the Watchers because yeah, uh, okay. Galactus is in the '60s, right? Like that's in the okay. original Stan right, B, right. Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four run. Yeah.
2: Also, I think you know if you were to come first, you'd say something like the Watchers, not the, Monitor. the monitors or the monitors. <laughs> like, why not call them the Observers at least? You know, like
0: <laughs> too close to Watchers, guys. Like, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, too
0: close.
2: <laughs> DC and Marvel do some weird things against each other.
1: They do, but that being said, I mean the monitors played in what is widely known as one of the like biggest and most impactful events of all time in the dc universe which is the crisis on infinite earths Mm. and the main villain of that was the (laughs) the anti-monitor who whose purpose was basically just to wipe all of existence Existence from existing yeah Yeah. it's just he just wanted oblivion basically
2: huh so like ego uh t-
1: yeah t- <laughs> no ego wants to remake
0: it in his own image in his right? own image hence yeah. ego right like he, yeah he,
1: he, True.
2: the
0: ultimate narcissist so. whereas
1: the anti-monitor just wants total annihilation of everything he just yeah. wants to consume all the entire multiverse sort of thing and uh have nothing nothing i don't know that
0: they've i don't know that they've ever done uh an anti-watcher in marvel so maybe, maybe no, i, I mean i guess it's galactus right
1: because he's like the the planet eater or whatever the destroyer Yeah,
0: well it's either that or like annihilation like annihilus or something right. like that like it yeah. might be it might have that might factor into it but i'm not really like i said marvel cosmics like it's one of those things where like that whole run there was a big run leading up to guardians of the galaxy becoming a movie where like the, the cosmic side was apparently like fascinating and awesome but i just was like yeah space stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas that's the sort of
1: stuff on the Marvel side I'd probably gravitate more to because that's yeah. the kind of, not necessarily the cosmic stuff, but those like really big, grand, overarching stories that involve a lot of characters and have like a yeah. lasting impact on the universe kind of thing.
0: Yeah, Annihilation Wave was apparently like a big deal. I just, I never got into it. So yeah. I'm always like, oh, I wonder what's happening in Daredevil right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's Matt dealing with yeah. this cosmic crisis? Yeah. Oh, he's not at all good. He's not at all. Yeah. How's Spider-Man
1: <laughs> dealing with it? Why is Spider-Man involved? <laughs> Let's see, are there any characters we haven't really talked about too much? Um, I mean, we, we talked quite a bit about, we talked at length about Drax and Mantis and Gamora didn't have a huge role in this besides just being the sort of romantic, semi-romantic on-again, off-again, will-they-won't-they they thing with
2: uh, The Ross and Rachel of that universe, <laughs> right?
1: Sure. I'll have to take your word for that one. <laughs> I mean, I, my sister watched enough Friends that I get the reference, but not not so much my. Band. I
0: mean, I was around in the '90s when Friends was on, but like not paying attention close enough. Apparently, I, had <laughs> I no... actually
2: didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch it until I was um, in university.
0: I saw a great
1: article. I think it was a BuzzFeed article this past week on like the biggest fuck boys in all of television, and Ross was definitely one of them.
2: What does that mean?
1: Like basically that he was just like this obsessive like asshole that kept fucking with everybody's relationships.
2: Oh, see, I really liked Ross.
1: <laughs> but he, like he was totally like self-obsessed, right? Like he was yes. out.: Yeah, so that's kind of.
2: He wasn't as bad as Rachel.
0: Yeah.
2: Sorry, sure. I'm moving my mic. If
0: no. You didn't, if you didn't say anything, then he could cut around it. I could cut around it.:
2: but You can still cut around it. Peek <laughs>
0: behind the curtain, it. dance robot dancers. Yeah.
2: I feel bad. That's why I mention it.: <laughs> I have a problem. Remember, Mark? I have a problem.
1: Sorry, editing, Mark.
2: Um, but yeah is there anything else you guys feel like mentioning um, I, I also was a little disappointed in the Gamora um, character I thought her sister is far more compelling
1: yeah Karen Gillan is Nebula I think is is pretty good and uh, She's I
0: was would...
2: angry all the time I just yeah. feel
0: like that's it's a lot of that is like that's gonna have to pay off elsewhere like it's mm-hmm. something that they're gonna have they're gonna have to pay off the like the daughters of Galactus story and I'm assuming they're gonna pay it off in daughters Infinity of Thanos. War Thanos sorry yeah. Galactus, yeah. I was like what yeah sorry
2: Wrong yeah, franchise.
1: I, I I really would like to see um, a face off of Nebula
0: and others against Thanos sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and I'm sure like they're gonna have to throw that in. Like that's gonna have to be a factor. Like I know yeah, they, the, they've built it up know, so
1: much at this point that it has. Yeah.
0: has to happen? Like you know, at the end of the day, like the people who are gonna deliver the final blow is probably gonna be like one of the big names. Like it's gonna It'll be, be like Cap Tony or it's gonna Tony. be it's probably gonna be Cap, right? Like in theory, because yeah. he's been like the central hero of like the whole. Earthbound? You think he'll as, die? Uh there's that's usually what like the Bucky, re-
2: right? Sorry.
0: No. No. Like
2: I thought Bucky came and replaced him.
0: Oh yeah, but that was after Civil War in the comics. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I wasn't even part of the Civil War story. It was like No, it was just right after, after it was Civil, War. Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Um but like in theory, I would have like Chris Evans has gone has has wishy washed back and forth between being like I don't want to do this too much longer and like I will do this forever kind of yeah. thing. So, it's hard to say whether they'll kill Cap in the Infinity War. It would make sense, I think, like, in terms think of the story. I thought they'd kill Tony. I think they'll kill somebody. I don't think you kill Tony, though. Like, I don't think he's the character you kill. I think he's the one that survives and feels guilty about it. Mm-hmm. True. Whereas, I think Cap's, like, the virtuous, like... He's Superman, right? In the in the Marvel Universe? Like, yeah. Only- maybe not in terms yeah. of, like... Maybe not in terms, in of, terms like, of power. The mor- he's the moral compass. He's the moral universe. compass of yeah. the universe, right? So, like, he—he's the one who's probably going to kill, like, take down Thanos. One yeah. would assume, die in the process, but yeah. die in the process. Yeah, like that's that's how, like, in theory, you would write it, kind of, in the grand scheme of things. But like, you never know how they'll play it. Maybe they do kill Tony. I could also see them doing,
1: uh, killing, killing off Hulk because he's been, you know, such this like indestructible character. That to have him get killed, get actually injured or hurt or killed
0: would definitely serve to raise the stakes quite a bit. That might be how they end the third one. Maybe, yeah. And then like
2: that would be interesting.
0: Like taking taking Thanos down falls on like because ostensibly Cap, in spite of the fact that he is superpowered, is the most human of all of them, like hmm. in terms of power set and stuff. Unless they're gonna have like the most well Sam Wilson, no, Tony. Tony's the most human. Yeah, but he's got all his toys, right? Yeah. So. And that's the thing they've characterized these characters so cool, well, that was terrible English, like that was terrible sentence structure but <laughs> they've they,
2: characterized these characters
0: like the way they've played As these characters do. so far like isn't the way they've characterized them in the like the in the comics for the most mm-hmm. part like broad strokes, yes, but like everybody loves Tony stop so much. your mic, stop calling attention to it and I'll just mute it
1: <laughs> I just watching her do it try and do it like really slowly. I know.
2: <laughs> I'm really sorry. This is going to be a, sh- a terrible week. After I've been doing so well. I'll move back to the kitchen table for next week.
1: That's fine. What's what's uh what's other Mark playing that you're so I know you can hear in? you
2: can hear the clicking.
0: Tap tap
2: tap tap He's playing a uh, a game from PS Plus. What's it called? He's
0: got his what? headphones on. He can't hear you. Yeah, he's in he's called? in Game Zone.
2: What's this called?
0: Uh, Axiom Verge.
2: Oh, Axiom
0: Verge. that game's awesome.
2: Yeah. So, you're okay with him playing it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <I'm> just, <laughs> yeah. I don't care what really he plays. I'm just saying it's. We game. approve yeah. of the game.
2: Um, But yeah, no, I think we should have an episode um, based around our theories um, with the Avengers. I think that'd be a really cool episode.
0: Yeah. Actually, well, I think I would be was, surprised uh,
2: actually. I, I'm talking.
0: I know, but I'd like to interrupt you because <laughs> well, you, you like can to interrupt wait. me so much. No,
2: <laughs> I don't interrupt you half as much as you interrupt me. But anyway. um. I think that um, it would be interesting if they killed um, Bruce because of what it would do to um, Black Widow in the yeah. movies, anyway, and what it would do to Tony because he would probably feel like the, you know he had the he doesn't have the um, intelligence that Bruce has.
1: Yeah, you know, like well, he's
2: super smart, but like to carry that load on his own with the Avengers might be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, it's true. Bruce, Bruce, kind of like tempers uh, Tony yeah. to to a large degree, and. So. Well,
0: see, at this point, they're folding everybody in, so you never know where Hank Pym's gonna fall into, like the the genius kind of, yeah, strategy. like that's yeah. in the comics. It's usually like Hank Pym was responsible for Ultron, like it wasn't yeah. Tony. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, so it like there's more. Tony, Tony made Vision, though, right? No, no, he's uh, he's another uh, he's another Hank Pym thing. Okay, really? Yeah.
2: Oh man, was it just because they hadn't cast Ant Man yet? Because Ant Man wasn't as huge. There is a-, a lot of
0: stuff they've had to like kind of work around in terms of like who is like say the smartest person in the Marvel universe. Because most of the time, the answer to that isn't anybody who's on the Avengers. It's actually Reed Richards. Yeah, from the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But, like, oh. Yeah, he's usually considered the smartest man in the Marvel universe. Like that's the reason why he's the one who takes down Galactus. Like he's the one who figures out the solution to stopping galactus like it's
2: interesting reed
0: richards in in the comics that's considered the smartest man in the marvel universe so like and but then in the stories like because they haven't introduced hank pym yet at like that point and then they aged him up i guess yeah like he's not he's aged out of being a hero kind of thing by the time you get to the modern time like because they cast michael douglas to do that and like they use the um this is it scott shit i want to say scott palmer but i think i'm just thinking about the Adam.
1: that's ray palmer
0: yeah um
1: uh, Ant Man, Paul Scott, Rudge.
0: yeah,
3: nerds. I should know this.
0: Uh, <laughs> Ant Man is Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Yeah, so they use the Scott Lang Ant Man um, instead yeah. of using the Hank Pym Ant Man, which is usually what they do. Um, so, like that kind of changes things around based on the comics too. So it's like they've they've shuffled things around a little bit in the like the cinematic universe. So why it do you line think up- they?
2: Why do you think they did that? with um scott versus hank
1: i think it was mostly just they wanted like they already had those sort of genius characters with yeah. with yeah. uh with tony and bruce tony and bruce yeah. so so they were like let's you know here we don't have a character that's like sort of that scott lang like anti-hero
0: and they also not, don't have you know, that like old, older they haven't played that like older kind of in-between hero era either like there's yeah. the captain america like world war ii and then there's like the ir- like the post Iron Man world, because like yeah. Iron Man starts the Marvel cinematic universe, right? But there's all this time in between where they didn't really have anything. And this yeah. way they can be like, well, shit was still happening with Shield in there and Ant Man factored into it, but the original Ant Man. But it also takes the Hank Pym character out of play for the Avengers. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's weird, but like so far for the MCU it's working. I don't know how reflective it is in the comics these days. Like if they've done anything like they've aged Hank Pym up and made Scott Lang the main Ant Man, they probably have, but yeah. I don't read Ant Man, so what the fuck do I know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any other of the post-credit scenes we haven't mentioned that are worth noting? I mean, oh, the,
2: I liked Groot becoming a teen.
1: Yeah, that the was, adolescent Groot. That was pretty his, funny. With his filthy room and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just
2: molting everywhere. Yeah. And I like when he calls Star Lord boring. He's like, "I'm not boring." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that that well, that awesome.
1: was a nice touch too. That. Uh, because um, Quill hasn't been able to understand Groot previously, had he?
0: I don't know. They yeah. didn't really play with it in this movie as much because they were split up so much. I'm yeah. not sure if he actually understood him or not. It's usually they just play Rak- uh, Rocket as? Yeah, exactly. Rocket is sort of the interpreter, but now it's uh, it's clear
1: that Quill can understand him as well.
0: Um, did we all not like Trash Panda? Is that not the funniest fucking thing? That was
2: so <laughs> funny.
1: It's
0: so worse.
2: Yeah, it's it's so worth it. That was so. Trash Panda fucking killed me. I think I was like, there
0: was like me and four other people in the theater laughing at Trash Panda for some reason, (laughs) but it just got me. Yeah,
2: no, that was. I really enjoyed that joke.
0: Um, (laughs) Did you guys notice all the uh, like the Thor characters in the credits?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw Jeff Goldblum Goldblum. the collector.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Jeff Goldblum and and. what's his name benicio del toro and yeah. uh the hulk and stuff like that showing up in the credits like yeah, yeah that was to... a nice touch yeah i'm excited for that movie so
2: mm-hmm. but uh, uh what yeah. were you we gonna say tim
1: well and then what were the other post or er, credit sequences one was the that ravagers group uh yeah it was cl- like clearly fucking uh
0: you know backdoor piloty kind of thing yeah, oh, yeah i don't know if that'll go anywhere they're probably just doing that to Make you think or it'll are. come up in the well, third movie. but I mean, why do you get like I can understand
1: Michelle like, Yeoh or yeah, or or like fucking Ving Rames mm-hmm. and uh somebody was saying that fucking Miley Cyrus was in there? No. I don't
0: Okay, maybe, but I didn't see
1: right, Let's see. I hope not. Yeah, M- Miley Cyrus it, w- it was uh Voicing a robot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, interesting. And and I think it was it was one of the one of those Ravagers characters.
2: Ugh. But um, yeah, I I think that might be part of the third movie. If you know they didn't, they there isn't enough questioning about it online. They won't give a shit. They'll be like, all right, make it part of the third plot.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess that kind of becomes like the secondary. That could be a secondary story or something in the third movie. Yeah.
2: 'Cause like I don't think it's gonna have its own movie. No way. There's just not enough interest in like, yeah, sure, it's Sylvester Stallone, but he doesn't hold enough um clout now to have his own like
0: He just walked away from a franchise. Series. So like what
2: did he walk away from? He's Rocky. not doing
0: no, he's not doing um Expendables anymore. He walked away from Uh-oh. Expendables.
2: Eh, I could see why. It's been years.
0: No, he was that was his franchise. Like he like wrote and directed all that shit. Yeah. Oh. But the yeah. studio got involved with the, the most recent one, and he just walked out, so
2: he was like, oh no, thanks. Bye.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But like he needs the money. Yeah. He's still living yeah, off that Rocky money.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know why in my head final countdown play instead of buy at the tiger. <laughs> I was just like, all that Rocky money. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, um that's saying that right. though <laughs> your first blow all that stuff. Oh my god, you guys are the worst. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to add before we call it a night?
0: um what do, like where does it where do you guys fall where does this fall on your like marvel movie rankings like is it gonna
2: oh not very high
0: i i mean if i had to give it like
1: an out of 10 i would probably be sitting like maybe a seven and a half or something like that
2: i'd say a seven yeah seven yeah. for me too i
1: could i get up to an eight probably 80.5 like i mean it's yeah. probably better than at least one of the iron man sequels it's probably yeah. better than the
0: door of the dark world which iron man sequel you i mean two is kind of Shitty, but like I still I don't know I didn't I don't hate it, but like
2: no, it's not you don't hate it. It's just not. I
0: like right. the third one a lot actually. Yeah, so. me too.
2: Yeah. Save the ending. I thought the ending was real shit with Pepper and everything. Eh, kind of worked. No, I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> like it personally. I was like, boo. Um, I don't know. For me, like the Avengers movies have just been so strong, and Captain America: Winter Soldier just like freaking knocked it out of the park.
1: And so they've and- been on it. A- yeah, Civil
2: War and was awesome. Civil too. War was an, an amazing. Yeah. Like, when you compare this to the others, this is just kind of a meh movie.
0: How do you compare it to the first one?
2: Oh, no, way below. The first movie was outstanding. I loved it so much. Like, the first Guardians, it was yeah. unlike anything they'd ever produced.
1: Like, I would put the first Guardians movie at, like, a nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, same. It, it, was, it was solid all the way through. I feel like here, and, and I don't feel like it's it's that, like, you know, we were just like, oh, we've seen all this before kind of thing. And that's why I liked it less. I feel like it was genuinely like less even than it the was. first movie overall. Um, Like the second act in particular, like if if I was judging it based solely on like the first act and the third act, I might be sitting at like an eight or an eight and a half. Like I'd be sitting. Cons- I like would have liked it considerably
0: more. But that second act just uh just uh, weakened it a lot for me. Yep. I think when like we were kind of talking about it offline, I think I'm so kind of like and we've talked about it last week and stuff like that too, but like I've I've come to realize that most of these movies are so mass market now that they're not necessarily going to hundred percent appeal to me all the time. Mm-hmm. So good. like I don't get as like batshit insane about like, oh, there's a quality dip in this movie because this is for everybody. Like the movies are for everybody. Whereas like I can kind of live in the Netflix side of stuff and like that's why Iron Fist hurt a lot more than <laughs> like any of these being disappointing to me mm-hmm. because I was like, fuck, I wanted Iron Fist to be so good and I love all the Netflix side of things so much so far that like getting a a movie that like and like I said, I didn't hate this movie. Like and I I don't I think I liked it more than you guys did. Like I didn't go crazy
2: mm.
0: with like well, criticism. I, so
2: I I just criticized it because of how remarkably good I thought the first one was. Yeah and, and like it, I was it, so
0: whatever about the first one that
2: I was kind of like, eh. See, I, I liked it so much. I thought the first one was funny and endearing, and the music was incredible, and I thought the character development was awesome. This one, I just, it, I liked it. I was entertained. I enjoyed it, but it didn't, it didn't move me.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, it was fun, but it uh, just wasn't, uh...
2: Just... It wasn't the caliber, right?
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't, uh... and again, I didn't want just a rehash of the first movie, but I wanted something that was, had the spirit of the first movie, but took the characters in sort of a new direction and gave us some more, like, I don't know, I I don't want to say I want it to be, like, more, well, I did want it to be more serious than it was, because it just had some parts that were fucking, like, straight up silly, Um, but I didn't want it to be, like, overly serious kind of thing, so. But that being said like you said I, I probably would go back and watch it again. I'm not going to go back and watch it in theaters. But nope. uh, uh
2: yeah. I've
0: already seen it twice.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean if it comes on Netflix, I'll watch it on Netflix.
0: See, I like I don't skip any of the movies when I rewatch them. Like I have a uh like an almost annual tradition at this point where like as the marvel movies start to come out i'll start rewatching them again kind of thing well if,
1: you and i'll have to sit down and do that once i move back to canada
0: oh that's gonna like, be take like take like, a, take like weekend.
1: a weekend or something like that yeah
0: man no that'd be and that'd be great like we totally should yeah we should actually get uh miss christie to show up too if she can spare a weekend we could like record parts of it bunch of it yeah
2: <laughs> i will have weekends a little bit more coming up after Sister Act.
0: Well, this is gonna be well in the future. This is well in the future. Yeah. <laughs> this this might be. Anyways, this so. will probably be like around maybe. Well, what are you thinking about maybe around about? like our uh, hundred or hundred fiftieth episode or something mm. like that? I was gonna say maybe it'll be around Infinity War. Maybe well, that's yeah. like right that's before next f- summer. Next summer, yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: We shall.
2: Well, see. all right. Speaking of, we shall see. I think we shall see you guys all next week.
1: <laughs> oh. you, see you
2: see what I did there? I oh. do.
1: That was pretty was, good. What you Thank did you. there, I see it.
2: What I did, what I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's our thoughts on Guardians. Um, let us know what you think. Um, I know that in the in the middle there, it was uh, you know, we we were all kind of like me, but overall, I think it's an enjoyable entertainment movie that we can all agree on. Like, has value in the Marvel universe. But uh, we'd love to hear what you think, listeners, what you um, if you agree or disagree with the stuff we've said, what your favorite jokes were, um, if you think uh, if you think Drax was um, the best part of the movie, or if it was Baby Groot. but um, anyway, let us know, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to get back in touch with you. we'll We'll leave a comment back to your comment or we'll um, we'll mention you in the podcast next week. We like to give out shout outs. So, uh, yeah, with that, um, guys, anything else to add before we leave?
0: Uh, we're doing another one of these things in like a month and a half because Homecoming comes out on July 7th. so uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Hopefully, Christy
0: won't so make us wait two weeks, so I'll have the movie fresh in my brain. I
2: made you wait a week.
0: Two, because I'd seen no, it. No, yeah. it
2: came out last week.
0: Yeah, and I saw it on the Thursday.
2: I'm sorry you saw it the first day. But yeah,
0: because like... I'm a Marvel
1: zombie. <laughs> and I'll be seeing uh, Alien Covenant on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I,
2: should,
0: I should swing out and see that this weekend. Yeah. You guys
2: can talk about that one. I probably won't see it.
0: <laughs> we'll
2: see. But, um, yeah. Alright, well, uh, you know all of our social stuff that you can catch us on. We're on Facebook at um, Dance Robot Dance Podcast. Same with our uh, iTunes. You can find us and rate us on there and any of the app or podcast listening app Christy, that you pay have attention on to the podcast. <laughs> I am paying attention to the podcast. I'm not even like I'm not even looking at the thing. Um you can find us on Twitter at DRD underscore what is it?
1: DRD underscore podcast.
2: Is that it? DRD yep. underscore podcast? I'm sorry guys. I'm a shoddy host. <laughs> and um yeah you can find us uh, that's about you, it I think isn't it?
1: You email us.
2: You can email us at dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. That is correct. That's it. Nah, it was a slug. I, just, I always think I haven't memorized. I'm always like, yeah, no, I'm ready. Yeah, I got it. I'm this. ready. <laughs> I got this. I never got this. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, guys. And thanks for tuning in. We'll see you for our 45th next week. Cheers. Say happy, bye guys.
1: Happy trash panda. Pan, happy
0: trash Panda. Trash panda. <laughs> you must
3: be so embarrassed. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>